0: what is up horror movie nerds it's time once again to take on another horror movie review as part of the three fn horror show of course we are coming to you from the 8122 production studios at dragon master games i'm your host rich and joining me in the co-pilot's chair, a man who joins me in the co-pilot's chair over at the 3FN podcast, a lot of times at 3FN Rewind, and of course, right here on the 3FN Horror Show, you know him as the gray-bearded wizard. His name is Ron. What's happening, people? And on this episode, we will be reviewing, in honor of my birthday that just passed this month, happy death day from 2017 and i know this was a first time watch for you ron yes it was first time so i'm gonna i'm gonna be very interested in what ron thought about this movie being a first time watch because sometimes even though it's only 2017 that's only you know six years ago give or take because of the release date uh but you know it's, it could make a difference in the world because some of us look at something as the first time we saw it and the time we saw it, and it meant a little more. So I can't wait to see the fresh view on this as well. I've seen this movie a, a few different times, including right before recording, so cannot wait to talk about this one. But before we can do that, we have to take care of some business and uh, get some shameless plugs out of the way. If you are looking to get in contact with us at all, whether it's social media, whether it's any of our other links or any information you need at all about the 3FN Podcast, it's simple. Go to 3 FN podcast. Podcast.com. It's your one-stop shop for everything. All the social media links are there. The Patreon link is there. Patreon.com slash 3 podcast For as little as $1 a month, you get a ton of extra bonus content, plus you help support the show. Also, the T Publics link is there. Friends of the show, like the ODPH Podcast, are there as well. Links to that as well as the musical directory where the bands who provide us with the music so we can come to you. Copyright infringement-free, like our good friends Obscure Form, whose song Nefarious is the opening to this show each and every time we come at you with a 3FN Horror Show. Make sure you're supporting them on YouTube Music, Bandcamp, and Spotify, and last but certainly not least are our local sponsors who help uh, pay the bills around here so we don't have to stuff commercials inside of the show. So the main sponsor of this particular show, the 3FN Horror Show, is our good friends at Sci-Fi Horror of course, that's coming up on August 25th and 26th from Vernon, New York, in the Vernon Downs Casino. For all celebrity announcements, ticket information, and anything else you need to know about Sci-Fi Horror Fest, visit their website, sci if you can't remember that, or anything else I just mentioned, it's simple. All the links are available at 3FNPodcast.com. All right, with that business out of the way, Ron, are you ready to talk some happy death day? Yes, I am. You know, I wish somebody would have remade the happy birthday song by the one of the greatest singers of all time, Stevie Wonder. Instead of, happy birthday to you, you could have done, happy death day to you. It was a missed opportunity. Very much Missed opportunity. Before we jump in, we're going to take out some synopsis from IMDb. Got a few of them. We'll see which one you like the best, Ron. So the first one, a college student must relive the day of her murder over and over again in a loop that will end only when she discovers her killer's identity. It's there, but not. Yeah. Uh, Next, a teenage girl trying to enjoy her birthday soon realizes that this is her final one. That is, if she can figure out who her killer is. She must relive that day over and over again, dying in a different way each time. Can she solve her own murder? That's a little more off-base, by the way. That's not closer than the first one. Not after all. Uh, here's our last one and the longest one. Maybe this is more on. After a night of hard partying and heavy drinking, the self-centered college student and sorority sister, Tree Gelbman, wakes up on the morning of her birthday with a serious hangover in the dorm of a guy whose name she can't recall. As Tree goes about her day, little does she know that everything that happens now or will occur during the course of the day is a twisted deja vu of a reality that repeats itself again and again. Until her brutal murder at night by a mass madman, With every repetition, or better yet, resurrection, Tree gets a little bit closer to the identity of her unknown killer. However, figuring out who he or she may be always ends up with Tree's death. Wake up, figure out the killer, die, repeat.
1: After all, practice makes perfect. I think that's the best one. It's the best one, but they shouldn't have said he or she.
0: Yeah, because then it kind of spoils a little yes, bit. a yeah. little so spoil a little bit <laughs> because because
1: so, they said mass murderer it, who hit his or who is the mass murderer as a male, and then he goes he or she at the end. Like, yeah, should, should but just then like,
0: again, maybe they're trying to help out because maybe it could be a guy or a girl. Yeah, he or she, so you never know. Uh, This movie came out originally on October 13th of 2017 with a runtime of 96 minutes, right in that sweet zone for a horror film. Uh, The director of this film, Christopher Landon, uh, Christopher Landon's first movie that he ever directed, Burning Palms in 2010. Uh, He would also direct Paranormal Activity, the marked ones, Happy Death Day to You, the sequel, and Freaky in 2020. Fun fact, he wrote every movie he directed except for Happy Death Day. No, so okay. he's a writer on every movie but this movie. Also, he has written every Paranormal Activity movie since the second one. So he did not write the original, but he has written every single one after that. Yeah. So he's more known as a writer and producer because he's a producer on those movies as well. But, hey, I got to give him credit. There's some pretty good movies in here, including Freaky and Happy Death Day to uh, You. Yeah. And he wrote both of those and directed them as well. Yeah. So, next up on the screenplay is Scott Lobdell. Uh, He started his career writing seven eps of the X-Men, the animated TV series, which we love, and also one episode of the Godzilla uh, animated series as well. Okay. So, I wanted to throw that in there, but we don't usually talk TV, but... When it gets into our nerdy fashion, we're going to talk about it. Uh, His first movie that he wrote for was Johnny Nitro in 2000, uh, followed by a movie such as Man of the House, and most recently in 2019, Critter's Attack. Remember the Critter's movie they made? So Scott Lobdell made that movie. Uh, Your cinematographer on this film is Toby Oliver. His first movie was Every Night every night in 1994 he would also be the cinematographer for wolf creek 2 and then it gets real serious in the horror genre he is the cinematographer for get out insidious the last key breaking in the sequel to this movie happy death day to you and most recently in 2022 the netflix movie day shift oh okay so he's done quite a bit of work i mean he started off kind of small uh, sequels out of low budget films but then he hit it big with get out I like it. So he's got some really good, uh, really good stuff under his belt, if you will. Of course, that is taking us out of the people who created and were behind the scenes on this movie. So that can only mean we need to jump on over and find out who stars in, who stars in this movie. The
1: love of God, will someone please punch me in the face so I can see some
0: stars? That's right. Punch Cloris Leachman in the face so you can see some stars. Uh, the f- the first star of this movie, of course, is your lead character, and that would be Jessica Roth playing Tree Gelbman. Uh, she started her movie career in The Last Keepers in 2013, and then she was in La La Land. Uh, she would come back for the sequel, Happy Death Day to You, and most recently, she was in a movie called Body Brokers in 2021. Okay. Also, uh, and I, this, the two major stars are the only ones I'm going to dive in, and then we're just going to give kind of shout-outs to everybody else because a lot of the cast is young up-and-comers who still haven't really hit the yeah, mainstream. So the other major character in this movie is played by Israel Bassard and that would be Carter Davis that is uh, the person she wakes up in the room with and I think that these are the two main characters in this movie in my opinion his first movie was a movie called flipped in 2010 he would also be in the WWE movies production the chaperone starring (laughs) Paul the game triple H Levesque nice Uh, and then to all the boys I've loved before which was a big hit amongst the younger crowd so I I do know that and he was in that as well he would come back for the sequel happy death day to you and most recently in 2021 he was in a movie called fear of rain okay next up we're gonna go kind of rush through like i said most everybody here has done like smaller acting roles there's been a couple people who have been in bigger movies but with small parts but i want to give them shout outs anyways uh ruby modine plays Lori spengler uh, i think it's funny that she almost shares a name with uh, ghostbusters alumni <laughs> uh, charles atkin plays uh dr gregory butler uh laura clifton plays his wife stephanie butler uh, J- Jason Bale plays uh, David Gelbin, the father of our main character, Tree. Rob Mello plays the serial killer in this movie. John Toombs, not the killer, the serial killer. Big difference. We'll talk about that. Rachel Matthews plays Danielle Boseman. Ramsey Anderson is Keith Lumbly. And then I just got to give a huge shout out because I'm a big fan of uh, Five Voo's Ryan Fawn in this movie. We don't see a lot of him in this no. movie, but we see a lot of him in the sequel if you go and watch the sequel. okay. And there's many, many more people in this movie but that is where we're going to stop the actors and get into the money 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 ron 4.8 million dollars was the budget this movie was a smash hit in the box office the reason this got a sequel the reason that probably blumhouse is on top of the world because this was one of this was like the second or third big hit for blumhouse in a row and i really really think that this is what got them to do even more work these days so I'm gonna tell you it was over a hundred million dollars, would you like to guess at the box office?
1: Uh oh, well, sucks over hundred million dollars. Uh hundred and twenty-eight. Very close. One hundred and twenty five point five million okay. dollars in
0: the box office. Hell of a return on a four point eight million. So you could round that up to five million, and this movie made all the monies. Yes. All the monies all the time. Ron, are you ready to take it into our review of Happy Death Day? Yes. We're definitely not going to go scene through scene for this movie because this movie is super fucking repetitive on purpose. Let's get the key out there. Let's get the major... Uh, the major plus and minus, because I think it's both. This is just basically the horror version of Groundhog's Day. Yes. This is not even like a true horror movie. This is a dark romantic comedy. Groundhog's Day is a romantic comedy at the end of the day. This is a dark romantic comedy. Yes, that does fucking exist. And it can be done well, because let me tell you, before we get to the scoring, this movie is pretty damn good. Yes. Uh, So that's all this was, is that they made the horror, the dark romantic comedy, horror movie if you will groundhog's day and i think that that was uh, great so we first meet our our protagonist if you will in the same way we are going to keep meeting her over and over again waking up with a hangover in a dorm room that is not hers right with a man that she does not know or, or sorry a student a fellow student that she does not know bumping into his roommate who is coming back in then going out to the quad where she will then see a really creepy dude dressed very weirdly followed by somebody asking to sign a petition followed by a couple who is having a nice moment in the yard until the sprinklers come on followed by a frat uh, uh, pledge passing out in the quad yes that literally is what her, you're going to see that over and over again and we'll toy and it'll be toyed with i just want to bring up that sequence because that is how she will prove later on to uh carter yeah that she's not you know crazy it's also how she's going to have some fun with it throughout the movie yeah, as it yeah, goes yeah. on too because uh, eventually after she gets being up uh, being weirded out she takes a pillow with her puts yeah. it underneath yeah. the kid that falls tells the people the thing's gonna go signs yeah the petition yeah, yeah. Gives the kid advice that's being it looks creepy as shit, you yeah. know, so there's a lot of fun with it
1: She walks out naked one time. Yeah,
0: she walks out naked, naked what, just
1: just owning it because she knows it doesn't matter It doesn't matter.
0: You're not gonna remember this She fart. like one of my favorites is when they go to the diner and it's not one that happens every time But it's one that happens in this particular time She goes to the diner with Carter and she just lets out the most obnoxious <laughs> fart of all time and just looks and You're not gonna remember it anyways. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, so Basically, she kicks off her day. She goes to her sorority house. She is in a sorority, and she has a roommate, and she, we find out real quick that our protagonist is not a nice person. No. She is kind of what you would call a mean girl. Yes. And her and her roommate do not like each other. No. And although her roommate tries to make her a cupcake, and she blows out the candle and proceeds to throw it in the garbage right in front of her. And I'm just like, wow, what a bitch. Yeah. What a bitch. And then the movie still kicks off. Then you find out that she's blowing off her dad because her dad's trying to call her to have lunch with her for her birthday. She's blowing him off. And then to make it worse that this character is not a nice person, she goes to the hospital because she's having an affair with one of her instructors who's also a doctor. Yeah. Having an affair, his wife knocks on the door, and she's sitting in the seat. It's it's, it's a
1: fucking yeah. weird scene. <laughs> What's even more funny is because she kicks the chair, and it just happens to roll underneath the door just right in the handle so it doesn't open. Mm. <laughs> so you have all this great stuff going on. Yeah, so she's a whore.
0: Yeah, and she's just not a nice person, so yeah. you're not really into her. Uh, we do find out that her roommate Danielle knows that she's having an affair with the
1: doctor, that slash instructor, and making out with other people that she likes.
0: Yeah, and she well, that's her other friend as well. Oh, like yeah, she's yeah. ten that, that you're gonna we're gonna jump into that more because that is her other sorority sister, uh, Lori, the the boy that she likes. She ends yeah. up making out with one of her lies. Yes. Yeah. because this actually life too. What we should right. say, but she's just not a light person. So, anyways, there's rolling blackouts going down. What we find out which she's going to the party. There's a frat party that she's told she has to go to, even though people don't necessarily like her. She so she goes ahead and she's going to this and the blackout happens and she's like, whatever. She's on her phone. And then she comes across this creepy fucking tunnel walkway, which You know, horror movie classic. And there is what in the middle of the walkway? A
1: music box or something. Yes,
0: it's a music box playing Happy Birthday. Yeah. And so she's intrigued by this. And this is the first time we get to see the killer of this film. And it is the baby face mask killer. Yep. And she tries to get away to no avail. Gets stabbed. Mind you, one of the things I do like is you don't get to see the kills in this movie. Because it does create... Later on, especially when they do the montage that we're going to talk about that I really like, it does create the sense of every time she dies, she just wakes back up. Yeah. Because that's the first time. So the knife goes what would be into the top of her head, and she wakes up in the dorm room, and everything's the same. And so as she's walking out, she's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And it goes through the day and progresses the same. And this time, though, to her credit, she learns, hey, I'm not going to go through that tunnel and walk that way. Nope. So she ends up going and going to the party, and we find out it's a surprise birthday party for her, Yep, which is weird that nobody likes her. And she ends up punching. The, the door gets opened by a baby face mask wearing person, but it's not the killer. It ends up being, I do believe his name is Nick, Yeah, and he's the love interest of Lori. He has a crush on him, but Nick has the hots for Tree, yeah. and Tree's kind of a ho, ho, ho. Yeah, pretty much. As the Thundercats would say. <laughs> and... Basically, they end up kind of like making out in a way. And if fast forward to. She's turned around, distracted, and he gets murdered you by mean, the baby face killer. You missed the most important part. I'm he, sorry. He took her up to the
1: pleasure dome. Well, no,
0: she found herself up there and he just met her up there. <laughs> but he does call it the pleasure dome. And there is a disco ball in light. But yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I did forget about the pleasure Welcome to the pleasure dome. I did forget about mentioning the pleasure dome. Uh, but anyways, Nick ends up killed. Yes. And when she turns around, she thinks it's just Nick back in the mask. Yeah. And then she realizes there's a knife oh shit, it ain't Nick, it's the killer. And the killer ends up killing her with one of my favorite kills in this movie, smashes the bong, it's Like there's like a three yeah. foot bong next to the bed, smashes the bong and stabs her. Once again, we don't see the, the, it enter, we just see her wake, wake up. back up. So this time she's really freaked out and she's running through the day again, really, really freaked out. Making, uh, I'm not going to go out, barricades herself in the room. Killer does show up in the room and stabs her through the door. Yes. And she wakes up again. So as you see, the movie, like, it gets very repetitive. And it's around this time that she discovers, she starts telling Carter, hey, this has happened over and over again. I've been through this. Because he says something to her, I bet you don't know my name. I do. It's Carter.
1: Yeah, and she knows where the Tylenol is. She knows where her clothes are. <laughs> she
0: explains. She takes him outside. Tells him exactly when things are yeah. going to happen. So he believes her. And she's like, "Okay, what's going on?" And she goes, "I don't know, but I know somebody's going to try to kill me." So they're trying to figure out ways to not kill us. So the first idea is, I'm going to make a list. Since I keep getting to repeat, I'm going to l- make a list of people who could want me dead, and I'm going to mark them off the list. Yeah. And as I mark them off the list, you know, I'm obviously going to die, but I'm going to coming back yeah eventually we'll get there so she makes the list and she starts checking the list and we get the montage yeah this is one of my best my yeah.
1: favorite parts of the movie
0: because literally she's investigating oh is this person here and every time she ends up dead in a different fashion
1: yeah <laughs> when the person that she thought was killing her is is there to, as well right so, so it's like you sit there and you're like all right here you go uh i'm here with so and so okay i or what he's when she's stalking the wife and she's got all camo on and freaking night vision goggles. And uh, pink hair for and, some reason. She decided to dye her hair pink because she knows it's going to go back normal. And she's like there. And all of a sudden she just turns around and there comes the killer just running at her to hit her into the fucking pond and drown her. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: when she's uh, spying on the one guy that she thinks, you know, did it because she has a crush on her, finds out that he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, okay, so it's not him. Marks him off, yeah. goes on to the next one. And she basically makes a mark off of everybody on this list at some point. So. So now it gets figured. She goes, okay, so what can I do? Let's try to do things different. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm a bad person. Maybe it's a wonderful life is pretty yeah. much her thoughts. So she just like, so that's the time that she comes out and she signs the petition. She warns him about it. She took a pillow from Carter's room and puts it underneath the kid that's falling down. She's super nice to her roommate and says, hey, you know, I'm really sorry that I've been really, really mean to you. And, you know, you don't deserve that and da 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 da. whatever, whatever. Then she has lunch with her dad and apologized to him for blaming him for her mother's death and and everything else. And so she's cutting up all these loose ends, and then she still fucking dies. Yeah. (laughs) So she's like, okay, that's not it. So somewhere in there, we get introduced that there's a serial killer who has been arrested and was injured during his incarceration. So he's at the local hospital, and she goes, that must be it, because I've passed by the room where the guard is in. That must be who's killing me. And so she goes to the hospital to prevent that from happening because the one time she gets killed in the hospital yeah, and the guard wasn't there. So she's like, okay, that's who it's got to be. So she tries to preemptively do that only to succeed. She succeeds. This is the time her and Carter, because Carter comes and saves her, picks up the gun. She succeeds. You know, we're going to have a happy time. She goes back to to, to Carter's room, and they have the cupcake that her roommate made her, and they have the candle in it, and they're celebrating because they're happy because, you know, they're going to get to be together and move to the next day, and boom, she wakes up in Carter's bed.
1: Yeah. And it's the same same
0: day. And she goes, well, what happened? What could possibly happen? She has to fill in Carter again. What could possibly have happened? And then she thinks about it. She goes, I, felt, I died in my sleep. I died in my sleep. And she starts putting it together because we get the reveal of the real killer in this movie, which I did think was pretty ingenious. It's her roommate, Danielle. Yeah. She, po- she originally poisons the cupcake that the tree is supposed to eat, but instead then has to go and kill her in other ways every time she doesn't eat the yeah. cupcake. Yeah. So finally she, had to eat the- she ate the cupcake after thinking she'd cured everything. And not so much. Yeah. Uh, but though, by the way, the one time she died and came back with the the serial killer, she did have the upper hand. But he killed Nick. Or no, sorry, killed Carter. Sorry. Yeah. He and because he killed Carter, she ends up killing herself. I did skip over that. Yeah, I thought she, that was nice and selfless because she's falling in love with Carter. Yeah, even she, though it's the same day.
1: Yeah. Well, what, which was really good about that scene was uh, she timed the black rolling blackout too. So like uh, the rolling black her her watch beeps and the rolling blackout happens and she pulls a Batman. Yeah. and enroll and, and go gets behind him and says safety's off bitch <laughs> and, but, but then she ends yeah. up having to kill yeah.
0: herself because he had killed Carter Yeah, and he she doesn't want Carter dead cuz she's falling in love yeah, with him yeah she's like oh but if, if, it, if so. this
1: re, if this reality happens uh, if this reality sticks then Carter's dead
0: so she has to, yeah. she, she climbs up to the top of the tower and, and hangs herself. Yeah. <laughs> essentially. Uh, cause yeah, then pull, she goes, pull, pull the gun, sacy. So now she, know, then that's why it's sorry. The second time she knows to go after the killer again. Cause it's definitely fucking him. Yeah. And that's when they find out. No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, So I did skip over that. I apologize because I got so excited to talk about the finish. So when you find out it's Danielle and the reveal is Danielle, uh, they end up having a fight and she kicks her out the fucking, she shoves a cupcake in her mouth. She's trying to choke her to death and Danielle's getting the thing, but then she takes the cupcake and shoves the poison cupcake in her mouth and then fucking, uh, this is Sparta kicks her out Uh, the fucking window. Out the
1: window, which, which earlier in the movie has been, has thrown multiple things out the window. Like there's a lot of things that happen in this movie that uh, foreshadow the ending oh yes absolutely go ahead yeah like 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 there's always throwing something like the like she starts throwing out like half her stuff out the window when she's barricading herself in and, you know at the end she gets kicked out and she kicks the girl out there's uh you know like the Gwen stacy death that i claim it as as she hangs herself like it shows that she knows what's going on but there's also the important part of uh she goes to the hospital one time and the doctor who she thought was the killer at one point in time is sitting there and going i don't know what's wrong like all these all your x-rays and stuff are coming back with all these multiple uh bruises and like trauma like so she's dying every time she dies and repeats like she's still taking on uh, the damage if the, you the will. damage and it's just like he she's like oh i'm getting weaker so that's so she knows she has to go through and figure this out that that was one thing with the list like she didn't get through the whole list of people because it was so long because she was like, oh, the Uber driver, I told, made him lose his job, and the, or the barista. So she like she didn't make it through that whole list. But it still foreshadows that it's somebody closer and all that stuff. That's, that's, it was a nice little take on this movie, especially with her saying, oh, I, I, every time I come back, I'm weaker. I appreciate that as well. Like I thought it
0: was very nice, and it's a very good take. Because the story of this movie is actually very well, even though it is very familiar with uh, Groundhog Day. I want to point this out, though. Why does Danielle want Tree Dead? Uh, is it for the for making out because she is also having an affair with the doctor. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She is also having an affair with the same doctor yeah. slash instructor. Yeah. So she wants tree out of the way because he likes tree more.
1: Yeah. They always
0: pick you. Yep. So she's very jealous. That's why she wants her dead. I thought that that was also an interesting story. So then we get her and Carter. She uh, it's finally over. Now, mind you, In the movie world, and I'm not really taking away too much from this because this is fucking every movie. But in the movie world, don't you think you would have to answer for killing somebody even though they were trying to kill you? I'm just saying. But it acts like, oh, we're going to have the happy so, ending with so, her and Carter. Self-defense. Self <laughs> right. But, st- but still, think about it. Even self-defense, you still go to jail. Right. You still yeah. get arrested and stuff. They still have to charge you and you have to go to court, even with self-defense. No,
1: yeah. It's, like, kicking her out the window is excessive. And that's where most of the time self-defense. Right. Falls. But once again, movies. 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 So we're not going to really pick on it. I just thought it was funny that, like, even one
0: of her things when she kills the serial killer. Like you went there with a premeditated plan to kill the serial yeah. killer. It
1: doesn't even hide her face to the officer, right? And so right. he's gonna know.
0: <laughs> exactly. So it's kind of like one of those situations where you're like, uh, you know, uh, the, the law is, plays in the favor. So I like how this movie ends, though. We have like you have the happy moment between her and Carter, and then you get. Her, they go to, they go back to his room, and then you get the opening scene again, where she wakes up in his bed. He's bent over picking something up, and she's like, "What the fuck happened?" And then he admits that he's fucking with her. Yeah, me. he's like, "I, I just <laughs> called your phone." Uh,
1: he was, he it's, was, it's, he was it's, it's the nineteenth or whatever. Yeah, but he
0: was fucking with her. It's hilarious. Uh, so you, you get a cool, cool end where you're like, "What? Wait a minute, it's starting over again?" And then no, 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 it's, it's just Carter yeah. fucking with her. And I thought that was a really cool, nice little bow on the top of this movie now that we've gone through and kind of talked about the movie and what we liked about the movie uh is there any other likes or dislikes you have about happy death day ron especially since it was your first time watching
1: uh it's stuff def- it's definitely a good original idea like and i say original i know it copies groundhog day but like original horror movie um especially you know nowadays when there's not much to go like turning uh uh, like Groundhog Day into a horror movie, yes, I understand uh, it's it's there, but like it was something new, something different. uh It felt great, like the mask killer thing. Like okay, you have the baby face, which is all over the posters and all that stuff. So it's like okay, some something new, you know, could be could could uh, do uh, a franchise, which they're you know they're doing a little bit here because they have Happy Death Day to you, and supposedly there is a third one. In the, it's there's allegedly a, a in the th- works a third one that's supposed to be in the works. But and it, it, you know it all depends where the story goes with all that. It, it is a solid, fun watch because it's more like you said a dark romantic comedy horror kind of thing mixed into each other, and it but it works.
0: Right, I agree, and that's where the uniqueness of this movie does come in. There's not a lot of uh, dark romantic comedies, and this yeah. is this is very good, and it's something different in that aspect. Yes, it's familiar because of Groundhog's Day. I also love the line of Groundhog's Day because after they succeed, they go out to dinner at the diner, her and Carter, and there's a line in there yeah. where Carter says, you know, your life's kind of like Groundhog's Day. And she's like, what's that? <laughs> and he's like, you've never seen Groundhog's Day? You know, Bill Murray, the but, movie with Bill Murray? Yeah. Like, Who's Bill Murray? (laughs) It's it's, it's kind of great that he's like, I'm going to have to show you that. So it's kind of like, you know, good little homage. I wish they could have got a cameo for Bill Murray. But let's be honest, at at the time, I don't think Blumhouse had that pull. I mean, yes, they had some hits, but I don't think that they have. Like right now, they could probably get the Bill Murray fucking cameo. But back then, maybe not. I just thought it was I've always liked this movie I did think it's very interesting there is obviously some detractions it doesn't work completely I mean obviously the repetitiveness and stuff of that is a detraction but at the end of the day it's still a really fun movie to watch and it's still highly entertaining and even though we get to see pretty much you know there's not as many deaths if you will because we really just get to see Tree killed multiple times but there is a couple other extra deaths during the movie as well it it just feels really kind of new and And Like I said, like you said, yes, it's Groundhog's Day, but it's in a horror element, so it feels new to the horror genre. So I do applaud it for that. Ron, that is going to take us out of the review section. But before we can give our scores, we need to check out the scores from around the internet. And you know how we like to do that, Ron. Time to
1: play the game. Time to play the game.
0: All right, we're going to play the game. Ron is going to guess the scores from around the Internet. And if he's within five points above or below, he's going to get the point. If he can get three points, he wins. If not, the house wins. Of course, I'm going to give him some clues because it's just fair. (laughs) So, with that, Ron, are you ready to play the game? Let's go. All right. IMDB is always up first. Out of 10 using points, what did they give? Happy Death Day. And I will tell you this much. It is above a five. Okay. So every time I'm going to go high, I'm going to say seven. You're going to say seven and run. You're going to get a point because it was 6.6 out of 10. Okay. Next up would be Metacritic. This is critics only, obviously, out of 100%. My clue to you is if you transferred 6.6 to 66%, this would be lower than 66%, but higher than 45%. Uh, 62. You're going to say 62, and you got that one right too, 58%. Oh, nice. Next up is Rotten Tomatoes' critic score. This is The clue is it's the second highest of the bunch. And on top of being the second highest, if 66% was the IMDb, if you change the percent, this would be higher than that. 75. You're guessing 75 and... You take home the win right there. It was 71%. Okay. So now you're just going for the flawless victory, Ron. Not going to happen. <laughs> Next up is Rotten Tomatoes fan score. And because you've already won, I'm going to make it a little harder. It is just, I can tell you this, it's lower than the Rotten Tomatoes critic score. Uh, 62. You're guessing 62 and... You got it right, 67% right on the bubble. Ron, it comes down to the Google (laughs) user score. This is the highest score for Uh, Happy Death Day. So it's going to be higher than 71% because the highest score. What did Google users pick for Happy Death Day? Can you do it? 87. You're picking 87%. Ron,
1: is that your final answer? That's my final answer. flawless (laughs)
0: flawless
1: victory. <laughs> you did it you did it 83 percent. okay 83%. i was trying to hedge my bets just in case it got the 90 but i was like if it gets the
0: 91 or two ron you <laughs> have gotten a flawless victory for your first time playing alone so congratulations
1: on the game I mean, i've gotten many flawless victories when playing alone but that's, that's the point.
0: point <laughs> i think that's tmi <laughs> and maybe the scariest thing i've talked about today well That's going to do it for around the internet scores. So now it is finally time for us to give our scores.
1: Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
0: That's right. It is our opinion. And our opinion is the nerd score up first, followed by my critic score. And the nerd score is simple as a recommendation score that as, as it goes up, it is Part critic score, part entertainment score. That means it could score critically lower, but yet get a higher nerd score because it was super entertaining and vice versa. The nerd scale is a five point scale and it goes as follows. A one is no. That means you should never watch this movie. It is terrible. A two is you've been warned. That means it's not quite terrible, but it ain't good. So you've been warned. And a three is, ah, it's good. Those are the movies that are average to good. They're not essential to run out and watch, but if you end up catching them, it's not like you're gonna regret wasting the time on watching it. You're gonna still probably enjoy the movie, but maybe not as much as you would enjoy other movies. A four is just take my money. These are the very good to uh, great movies. These are the essential films. These are the movies you should run out and, and get. They probably will enter into your rotation. And on top of that, if you wanna spend some money on them, whether that's buying a DVD, Blu-ray, collector's edition, or if it gets re-released to a theater, or if if it's a new movie in the case of the main 3FN show, go ahead and spend the money because it's worth spending money. And last, but certainly not least is the rarefied air. And that's the five slot for certified nerd. Those are the legendary movies. Those are the classics. Those are like jaws and Jurassic park. And there's a whole bunch of other ones. Of course, Halloween, the original 1978 classic is on there. And so many more. Those are the creme de la creme. If you will, Ron, with all of that being said, and this being your first time ever seeing it, so this is going to be cool to hear what you think. What is your nerd score and why for Happy Death Day from 2017?
1: Uh, overall, this was a definitely a solid, fun watch. It does have enough comedy beats into it to keep it the comedy. It does have the dark side of stuff, obviously being a horror film, so that's a solid thing. And it, the, the, the romance there doesn't feel really forced. It actually feels like she's realizing that there are real people out there. She doesn't have to be the horror that she is straight and simple that there is actually somebody nice that she could be with. Cause she's like, when she meets uh, him in in the bed at the first time, she's like, am I in a dorm room? She's like, Oh great. I really went down the wrong hill, but realize he's actually a gentleman. So it does show all that. Um, the concept is really good and a solid. So I, I give it a four. Show me the money! It is definitely one that you need to see if you haven't seen it yet. Like, yeah. Okay. The twist I'm not going to lie. I told, the first thing I told Rich is I don't know if it's because I've seen the movie poster a hundred times and maybe the trailers, whatever. As soon as I saw the cupcake, I knew who the murderer was. Like, it, maybe it's just me watching too many movies. I Like, I just knew that was going to be the twist. I liked how it showed getting to said twist, though. So that's maybe why the duck's down a little for me uh, and doesn't push it to Certified Nerd for me. But it is definitely one of those horror movies to watch. And like you said, the kills, you don't really get to see too many. There's one time you see the knife in her chest and she wakes up. But, like, overall, they're they're not over-the-top kills. I say it once again. It could be one of the movies. If your kid's mature enough that you want to see if you can handle a horror movie, this is one of those ones you can probably do because it is more of a comedy, too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It, it definitely has that element going for it. Uh, I'm going to just say up front my score, and I agree with you 100%. It is a just-take-my-money movie. So unanimous force for this for the just take my money. Uh, listen, this for all the great reasons. Like I said, it's a great uh, dark comedy. Uh, adding in the romantic part doesn't take away from this movie. No. I thought that it actually adds something unique to this movie that it is not usually. I mean, I understand there's an amount of romance in all movies, but usually it's like that sappy weird shit that ends up getting somebody killed. You know, I, I think back to like Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Yeah. He's killing me. <laughs> like the worst line of all time. A great movie. Horrible line. But like in this movie in particular like you're you are rooting for them to get together and then you have that moment where tree does win but then she realizes that a life without carter is there so you find out that's where you really find that she's fallen in love with him hence the killing herself which i thought was very very good i thought that was actually a really really good take on that and out of nowhere because you know before she was self-absorbed so yeah she would have never done that yeah, exactly and then, like moving forward on it, like the detractions are are like simple, like they're like we said before. There is a little bit of like the repetitive repetitiveness, although it is a positive, is also a negative. It's the same negative I have for Groundhog's Day, yeah. which is a tremendous movie, but the repetitiveness kind of gets you. There's only so much you can do. They do because of the horror element get a little bit of a leg up there, believe yeah. it or not. But still, it's kind of like ah, it's the repetitiveness. There's a great montage in it, which does make up for some of that. Yeah. Also, like, it at the end of the day it's like a lot of the characters in this movie and I know we've talked about other Outside of the couple main characters, you could give two shits about. Yeah, like you don't really know. You know the doctor's a sleaze bag. Yeah, because he's having an affair and then find out multiple affairs. You for the longest part of the movie, if you don't catch on to it, you feel like Danielle's the nice girl. Yeah, who's just roomed with an asshole. So you yeah. kind of you kind of do have a little of an attachment to her. The wife, even though she's being cheated on, you never really feel bad for because she's no. kind of a she's, she's kind she, of a bitch as well.
1: Yeah, but she knows something's going on. But right. that's all it is because I mean. I don't mean to say it the bad but like the the doctor is like blonde blue eyes good looking and the wife is not uh unattractive but is is looks like a wife like, right. like you know so he's in a coll- he's in a college student area so he's got all the hot young girls around and he's hot so obviously you know and I don't mean to downsize her cuz she's very attractive but it it's it's a, they make her look like a wife. Right, I agree. So there's like these so you care more about these characters than in some other movies we've
0: covered lately, but yeah. you still kind of are like, oh, you know, a little more character development in some of the be- the, the tertiary characters. Maybe would have give you a better red herring because the red herrings kind of fall apart or pretty yeah. weak early on because even when she makes her list, you're like she is adding things and I understand what's for comedy purposes like the Uber driver yeah. and stuff the like The barista. That. There's, there's a lot of people that she doesn't even have on her list and then yeah. like on top of that, it's just, it's very weird shit that you're like, man, if you would have built up some of these other characters a little more, you would have had a, a better story. Because like a, a couple of the reveals that were good is, you know, the the uh person who she thinks is crushing on her but is actually gay. I thought yeah. that was done very well and handled very well. So I'm like, oh like more like that would
1: have been kind of cool yeah. and fun. Which was funny when she confronted him because she's like, look, we both know you're gay basically so go out and find some hot man ass. <laughs> yeah and, and he
0: it, it makes him perk up because yeah. he's no longer sad. Yeah. Um, he has some support. And then like you have like the one main red herring is the serial killer, and you know it's not that. Yeah, you know they could have gone the route, and I mean, and I'm I'm saying this in all the love in the world that Jordan Peele might have just had that be the killer, and honestly, I'd have been like, oh, that's the better. I, in a way, it would be the better surprise. Yeah, because you're expecting it to be, and it's not. And yes, I do like the surprise ending. It's it's not wasted upon me. I think it was it was it's very clever. Yeah, I think more for a plot device than actually like paying off well, in the movie though.
1: Like they. It's, like you don't really tell on how her mother dies, like it doesn't give you the hundred percent how she dies. It's just she's been dead, and like for a minute there, it kind of felt like the serial killer was the one that killed her her mother. Right, exactly. And, and so therefore, it would have been a like a little more closure. Like, haha, I got now. I'm coming for you. You would have had two there. So yeah. like I
0: said, in the Jordan Peele way of usually not doing a surprise, except for for Nope, it, the surprise is what you think it's going to be. I think that that would have been a better way to end this movie, in my personal opinion. Although I do not dislike how it ended. No, no, no. no, I get it. With that, my critic score for this movie, really good. Seven and a half out of ten. I think this movie is a really, really good movie. It is just missing the cusp of greatness. Uh, I don't know if it could have hit the cusp of greatness because the way the movie is. But it is super enjoyable. This is a movie that if you're asking me an essential movie to see, Happy Death Day is an essential movie to see. Absolutely. All day long. I, I, would, I will watch this movie probably yearly or bi-yearly at the very least and, until I can't watch movies no more. Yeah. Because <laughs> I do really, really enjoy this film. So I can't stress it enough. It's just a little critically it's down, but that doesn't mean shit because the entertainment value, the kind of original like I said, we, knowing being a horror version of Groundhog Day, it sounds weird to say originality, but it is original in the world of horror. Yes. And I think that's why it did so well. I think that's why the sequel did so well and so much more. And I can tell you this right now, next year uh, in the my birthday month of January, we will be doing happy death day to you. Cause why the fuck not? Let's get the sequel to celebrate my birthday next year as well. Well, That brings us to the end of our scoring, which means if you agree with us or disagree with us, we always want to hear from you. Let us know how you feel. Hit us up on those social medias. You want to know how to find our social media links? It's simple. Go to 3FNPodcast.com. Right there, you can find all of the social media links, the Patreon link, the T Public link, Friends of the Show link. that will take you over to the ODPH podcast. Also, while you're there, check out the musical directory with the bands that allow us to use their music so we don't get the dreaded uh, DMCAs, including our good friends, Obscure friends and their song nefarious which is the theme song for the 3fn horror show support them on youtube music Bandcamp, and spotify and last but not least shout out to the local sponsors who help bring this show to you each and every week commercial free including the main sponsor of the 3fn horror show sci-fi horror fest for all information including who's going to be there how to get tickets and everything else visit them at sci-fi and if you forget any of that stop Over Just go to 3FNpodcast.com, click the links there. It's your one-stop shop. Ron, that brings us to the end of the show. Of course, hopefully you guys are checking out the flagship 3FN podcast and 3FN Rewind, as well as 3FN Horror Show, and we appreciate it. If you are, even if you're only checking out one, we also appreciate you and love you as well. That's going to do it for the 3FN Horror Show in the month of January. We'll be back in February, and the first show of February is going to be the, in my opinion... Very good horror film, which you'll you'll hear more about it then because I want to leave that tease out there. But it's the movie Bone, starring Snoop Dogg. You're gonna want to check out that review in the start of February if you're a horror fan. If not, we got other great action coming to you from Three FN Rewind and the Three FN Podcast proper. So until the next time you hear us, we would like to say, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and if you find yourself waking up it's the day after day and it's the same. Then you can't kill yourself, and you can't seem to catch a break, you may be stuck in a Groundhog's Day situation. In that case, I really don't know what to tell you what to do. Unless you really like living that day, you gotta figure that shit out on your own. And always remember to be careful of things that go pump in the night.